Fucking damn it. What are you doing over there? I was... Not hitting your microphone stand. I was Apparently. getting into murder party. Yeah, you were. And I that was a really nice asked you dance, to bring the up... chair dance. What Thank should... you. Could yeah. I make money off... No, no, I couldn't. I actually asked you to bring me up a different mic stand. Yeah. So that I... <laughs> which I just did, which she's wouldn't, utilizing right now. Which I wouldn't hit... And mm-hmm. then what's the first thing I did? The f- uh, yeah, you don't fucking it. need it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. need it with my, not like a our cat needs boot stomach. Like making. Bread. I need it like I fucking hit it with my knee. With the, with your knee. Hi. Hi, boot. Hi, your highness. How you doing? Uh, we just did five takes of kiss guy. You know that was the longest pregame. Ever and I'm not Honestly, sure I can make it through this episode I, because I feel like I'm already <laughs> had like eight beers, <laughs> o- over five hours. Okay. So it's not that bad. You guys, we're trying new things. We have a Patreon now, right? Let's let's follow this paper in front of us. Okay. So we already said hi to each other. We did. Welcome to Michigan I Murders and Music because that, that's my oh, circle. That is your circle. Welcome. To Michigan Murders and Music, where we discuss murders in our gorgeous state, and we tap it off with a little homegrown music, leaving you with a happy ending. Oh, those happy endings. I know. And on a fucking good note, speaking of fucking. That's a good note. Explicit if you do it right. Content. Explicit content warning. We need to do that before we do right anything. now. So Her Highness is going to say... Naughty words, uh, mostly uh, just just Cut. vulgar, vulgar words. I'm a rap bitch, and, baby. And if you don't stop, oh. I'm going to come over there and put a sock in your mouth, and it's not going to be a clean one. Do not let your children listen to this stuff, because Her Highness will say some naughty things and Anal refer to beans. beans that you don't want to eat. I don't they even know what those things the are. areola, also, if you in the tits to and the anal. This is... This is a real live story, life, real life story. If you come home from the gym one day in your souped up convertible Mustang. Oh my God. Drinking your Starbucks and you find your eight-year-old son giggling at something in, on the kitchen table. And you realize then that Wait, he's why been. why can't it be Big B? Because I feel like Big B is a little better. Never mind. In this case, it was Starbucks. Okay. So then you realize that your son is giggling at the flies that are on the table whose wings he's been pulling off. Not okay. He just likes watching them hop around, but yeah, um, definitely not okay. Isn't that kind of like when kids- That's not on us. Yeah, they turn into serial killers. We don't have insurance for that kind of child. Get that kid some counseling. Oh my like, God. Tomorrow. I get if you just find wild fly wings on the ground, but you can't pick them off, bitch. And by the way, if what? you have a Starbucks cup, you can put anything you want in it 
and oh, people will also, think you're drinking guess coffee. What boot? What you can go to our website, MichiganMurdersMusic.com. Yes, you can buy a motherfucking cup that has our logo on it, and then you can put legal things inside of it and drink it. Sure, you um, you can drink coffee all day long yeah, at work. Apple juice, it doesn't matter. Yep, vodka. Wait. So we got that out of the way. Thank you all <sighs> for allowing us to seep into your ears. You know. Yes. We would truly love to keep commercials out of this. As much as I love a commercial. Yeah, I don't like them either. No, let's just try so to we keep have us a, independent. A little tipsy, we have feeling Patreon. tipsy thing. We have Patreon. We just started. I don't even know how to do it yet, but we did a video for you guys called Kiss Guy, and it's going to be on Patreon. Oh, goodness. We that have... was fun. <laughs> That's why we're so drunk. Yep. Also, we have a tip jar on our website. Why are you looking at me like that? Just wondering when you were going to sum it up. Do us a favor and share us with a friend and follow us on Facebook. You know what? Instagram. I feel like... And feel free to email us. In fact, share with two friends. Two. I feel like you have more than one friend that uh, pe- might like your are- crime. So interested in this stuff, and we find them randomly. I would just I, mention it a little bit. It's and, crazy. Yeah, and they're like, oh, really? I like true crime. Uh, bean, huh? bean. Share us with two friends. That's all we're asking. You have a friend who has a birthday? I do. Oh, my God. Cheryl H. She not only is one of our first listeners, she's a co-worker, and she spreads the ear juice to other people, which is all we can ask for, right? Happy Absolutely. birthday, Cheryl. Cheryl H. Happy birthday. You fucking right. So this week we are featuring a independent artist. Named Dead Nuts. Dead Nuts. Today we are road guy. Today we are road tripping to a city very close to where we live and where I work. Does it happen to be the city I want to move you to? You do want to move there. So badly. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of quaint out there. It's a city, so fucking cute. It's a city called Casanova, and the population is 320. Pretty small town. 300, 320. You put it on there, so it better be right. I don't think that's right. I think that's not right. So... <clears throat> Today, I feel like maybe it's 3,200. I'm going to start that over. Okay. I'm going to no. leave that out. No, uh-uh, that's fantastic. We have a friend who grew up there, played in a, still plays, in a very popular Grand Rapids band. Who are you talking about? We're talking about Jim Danger. He grew what? up. What? Yeah, he grew up in Casanova. You Isn't didn't even, weird? we've been... Here, up here in this room for two hours, and you did not, you just waited to drop that Yes. We have featured Jim Danger in in Dangerville. Dangerville. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, he's from that baby town? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. He probably rode his bicycle all over the place. (gasps) Through the cool apple, you guys, the apple trees. Where's my apple juice? We're talking about, okay. Anyway. You guys, okay. Normally, we have... Uh, a prisoner, a guy who did a thing, right? This time, it's an unsolved, mysterious mystery. It's so mysterious. It's creepy fucking mysterious. Also, the fact that it happened, like, 
right next door? Oh my god. Boop, where are we going? Throw that hand up. We're in Casanova, which is right across M49 from where we are. So we're like about kind of inland from the lake, about, like I don't know, 30 miles or so. in the middle of your palm, but a little towards but, the west side of it. Yeah. Saturday, June 11th, 2005, 22-year-old Todd Gibb. Gibe. I said Gibb. Gibb. It's pronounced Gibb. Was spending an afternoon with his parents at their house in Ravenna. Michigan. Ravenna is approximately five miles. Yeah, pretty close. From Casanova. That afternoon, he returned to Casanova to his cousin's house on Half Moon Lake, where he was renting a room. Hey, little something interesting. We need to talk about Half Moon Lake. Yeah, yeah, quick fact. There's a a little cool bar, and there was. I don't know about that bar. I feel like it burned down. I think it may have like three or four times. (laughs) Also, it was rumored that there was a train car that had wrecked, right? Like a Yeah, that, that there was a train wreck and there was a train car in that lake, but we've been there. We took our little boat there and tooled around. There's no way. We know where the tracks are and it's they a haven't small, moved. It's a little yeah, small. There, there's no way a, a train car could have gotten in there and somebody d- went diving in there and proved it false. Well, after spending the afternoon with his parents, like a good West Michigan man would, he decided he was going to go to a annual party. A kegger? Happened, yeah. A kegger out in the sticks? In, on a two-track. It was an annual thing. People did this. This is what we do in Michigan, you guys. Yeah, you party, you camp, you motocross. You, you go do all kinds of stupid and stuff. And you know what? It's and not hard to find a two tracks just even right outside <laughs> of a city. Much. Yeah. Like anywhere. It's kind of like the water in Michigan. You just yeah. go a few minutes and you're going to find water or two tracks. Yep. Also, yep. kids tend to party along the, what are those called? Those power lines? Yeah, power lines. Yeah, boy. Did you ever party in a cornfield or at the end of a two tracks boot? Did I? Yeah. Um, you were from Wyoming. You were a city, you're a flatlander. I, I did a uh, farmer's field, a cornfield, a golf course. In Wyoming? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, that's... wait, that's where I pulled my pud. Never mind. Back to the story. So that afternoon, he returned to Casanova to his cousin's house on Half Moon Lake, where he rented a roometh. He, he rented a room there. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he lived. The entire group, six of them, left together around 9.30 p.m. for a kegger bonfire down in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, out in the, the sticks. sticks. That's what we call anywhere in Michigan. Yep. Is it two-track? People camp on it. They party on it. That's what we do. But then a group of, we shall call them Dudes. people. A group of dudes showed up from the nearby town of Kent City to start some shit. Um, I prefer to call it Kent City. I have since oh. I was in high school, and I'll do it now. Kent City. At around 1245. All day, a, every day. A fight ensued. That means yeah, it happened. Yeah, so this guy, like, these <laughs> douchebags came. They knew this party happened every year, right? Oh, like, yeah. It's an annual a- annual. A- annular, annular, like circular. 
okay. party every year. And so these douchebags showed up and they were like, we're going to start some shit because we're from Cunt City and we're cool. Yeah. Get our so, muscles. So Todd Geib was never seen alive again after this. I feel like we're missing shit. Okay. Todd was at the party. He was hanging out. And then this group came and like shit was happening, but he kind of was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. So I'm out. So around 1245, Todd left. He decided to walk home. His car was back at the bar because this is a small area. You guys, you can just walk or. He was supposedly going to walk a mile and a half back to his house, which is pretty close. And easy walk. Everybody at the party saw that he was walking south towards his home. He was never seen alive again. Never. Oh, my God. So he did make a series of phone calls between 12.47 a.m. and 12.57 a.m. So that's 10 minutes of, you guys can look it up on YouTube, Yeah, creepy phone calls. it's crazy. At 12.47 a.m., he called a friend and said, He'd had enough of the party, and he was going to walk home. Okay, I get that phone call. That one's not so weird. I would understand that. Thank you for letting me know, friend, because... Cool, yeah. Who wouldn't want to know, know right? From a friend, yeah, absolutely. Then at 12.51 a.m., he called another friend and only said twice. I'm in a field. Then the phone cut off. I'm in a field. His friend called him back, but only heard wind and heavy breathing. Oh, my God. Yeah, it doesn't sound Okay, good. wait. If I was chucking through a field, though, I'd probably be breathing heavy, too. But it's really creepy, you guys. Todd's phone was used two more times to try calling his friend back. The last time he used his phone was 12.57 a.m. When nobody had seen or heard from him, by Sunday afternoon, uh, his parents reported him missing. The rural area of Michigan is beyond thick with trees, tall grass, gra- grass? Rash? tall grass, and marshy swamps for miles in any direction. There's a whole lot of nothing between oh, things. Oh, you can find a watery areola in a matter of minutes. And two treks. Regardless of the conditions, a search party of the well, approximately 1,500 people scoured the land by foot, boat, and air. The area was thoroughly searched three separate times, and nobody was found. Three weeks later, on July 5, 2005, Todd was found in Ovidhall Lake, a remote area near the party site. The couple that found him stated that they found his body. Ugh. This is weird. Standing straight up right in the water. Yeah, in the vertical position. Head okay, you and guys shoulders have all sticking out of the water. The shows we know this is not the right way a person who may or may not have drowned in the water should be found. He was standing up like he was he was standing up. What yeah. did the wife say? She she thought it was a beaver when when she approached the lake shore, she's like Oh, look, a beaver. He's like, oh, that's not a beaver. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. This is, I can't, I can't even fathom. They distinctly remember it because his head and shoulders were sticking out of the water. 
An autopsy determined that Todd had a blood alcohol level of 0.12 at the time of his death. However, his cause of death was determined to be a drowning. Right. Because they found him standing straight up and down like a pogo stick in the lake. Um, sorry, yeah. backwoods. That's easy. Open and shut case. Yeah. Bam. Done. Sorry. Get it off the books. No. No. What? Yep. And so the Michigan State Police closed Todd's case. Well, guess what? Todd has a mama bear mm-hmm. who will say, um, no, I've watched Unsolved Mysteries. I know that a body just doesn't show up like that right. in the water. She knows her son. She said he didn't just go for a swim. You know, one of the officers said that, that that's what he did. He just went for a swim and well, uh, drowned. Yeah. He was fully clothed and his wallet was in his pocket. What the heck? You guys, his body was barely decayed. He had been missing for almost 15 days at this point, And his body had zero. This is, sounds so gross, but he. Zero signs of decay. Okay, yeah. decay, but bugs or oh. anything on his body. Like you put something in a body of water, you're In Michigan. It's going to get broken down pretty quickly. For sure, there's going to be some sort of bug situation. Especially if it's warm out. Happening. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. When they found him, there was literally not a single bug on him. Weird. Yeah. Todd's parents pushed for further investigation. Four years later, in 2009, the CEO... A forensic identification and profiling laboratory, Dr. Michael Sekiraka, reviewed Todd's autopsy report and recovery photos. Based on his findings, Dr. Sekiraka concluded that Todd, who was missing (laughs) for three weeks, had only been dead for two to five days before he was found. Oh, my God. So we know that he left the party started walking south towards his home. He was found in a lake north of where the party was. Yeah, so where was he for the other two and a half weeks? Holy shit. He had an unusually high amount of two different antidepressants in his blood, but he was not prescribed any of these medications. Okay, if you're going to drug somebody, why are you using antidepressants? That's just stupid. Who knows? He was also concerned. Included that Todd did not have any water in his lungs, which means he didn't die by drowning. Right. Despite these findings, the Michigan State Police refused to reopen the case. Oh, my God. His mom has been fighting. She brought in more investigators. They've reopened the case. There's theories all over the land about this case. There are many theories about what happened to Todd. One was that he was drugged and that he just wandered off. I feel like no. Uh, Yeah, another theory is that Todd was killed by the smiley face killers. A group of murderers, possibly communicating through the dark web, who are suspected to have abducted, then killed several college-age young men before dumping their remains in a body of water. Not only did they dump it in a body of water, they were all found standing the fuck 
up. What? I didn't hear about that. Standing up. It was alleged the smiley the smiley face killer's victims were found with graffiti and smiley faces near their bodies. Yes, and in this case, a smiley face had been painted on a nearby tree. Yeah. It could have been a copycat. We don't know. It's weird that a smiley face card was placed on his grave, but you know, Again, my, my mom drew smiley faces on everything. She'd write me a everywhere. note, do a smiley face. We and, do smiley face emojis yeah. every day. Yeah. Oh, it makes you one of them, does it? However, mm-hmm. it really does kind of fit into... Kind of. There have been cases in the Midwest of college-aged white men who had wandered away from parties, presumably drugged, went missing for quite a while, and then they were found dead in lakes or rivers with minimal... Minimal decay. Why they have to be white men? They oh. just happen to be. Okay. Their autopsies would sometimes reveal GHB in their system, but no water in their lungs, meaning they were date raped. Oh. Bitch. Experts have said that it's hard to pin these murders on the smiley face killers because smiley face graffiti is all over the place. It's all over the goddamn we place. Everywhere. Like most popular thing to... To spray paint? Graffiti. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to graffiti, but the if I could, I theory would. that makes the most sense is that Todd was drugged, abducted, held for three weeks, then murdered, maybe drugged again, and placed in Ovid Hall Lake where he was found. I wanted, okay, this is a private lake. It's not a small lake. It's a big. You can still walk to it. It doesn't mean there's like fences and cops standing there, guards. <sighs> yeah, you can get there if you want to. I, I don't even know where it is. Until then, this case has been ruled an accidental drowning. However, mama bears don't give up. Oh, she's on it. Yeah. And they are working on it. They have not changed the status of the case that I know of. Mm-hmm. You guys can call me out because I could be wrong. This case is still unsolved, Boo. This is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. This is a small town. Stone throw from us. Yeah, very close. It's also a fucking small ass town. I kind of feel like, what's this smiley face killer doing in Casanova, Michigan? Who knows? If you have any information regarding this case, please think of the family and give them some closure. Come forward to the Michigan State Police or any anonymous phone line you can find. What do you guys think about this case? Yeah. Let us know. We have a Facebook group page now. We have Instagram. Go to our website. I want to know what you think. Yeah, we don't have any more information. I wish we did. I did too. Speaking of more information, we have had two listeners send us a few requests about murders, and we have not forgotten about you. We are looking into them. Not a ton of information at this point, but we are trying, so please don't think we forgot about you, because we would never do such a goddamn thing as that. certainly not intentionally. We would not forget about our listeners, and if we do, re-message me, because I smoke weed. I get, I have short-term memories. Get a little sidetracked, do you? Yeah, just a little. Who's our happy ending tonight, Boo? This is an individual artist, an independent dude. From mm-hmm. Manistee, Michigan, named Dead Nuts, which is a term I use quite often. I just, mean, he's just something's like, right my on, nuts dead are on, dead. It's dead nuts. Like, yeah. Has nothing to do with uh, the things that squirrels carry around and bury. Not at all. Yeah. 
Anybody who contacts us is going to go right to the top of. Oh yeah, he was very interactive. Yeah, uh, right to great. the top of. We're gonna we're gonna play you list. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. The name of this song by Dead Nuts. Nuts. Blacklist the blackest. Boo! Do you know where he's from? Yeah. Throw Real, up your hand again for the which people. Is like right over here. It's north. Near M55, kind of. It's north. It's a little yeah. below your ring finger. But Not, where that lump is right there from. Oh. Touched myself too many times. <gasps> yeah. It keeps my hand from sliding off. It's kind of handy. You really do love those happy endings. Mm-hmm. Here he goes. Black 
skate, motorcycle, black, baseball hat, black, black, baseball bat, black, helmet, black, sunglasses, did I see a black, back to back shit. Sands for a second, dark arch, I've been black, chalk through the dark, with a big black, 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 yellow, black, bottom, I'm a heart, gonna buy all black, fuck a moves like a black baseball bat, black helm, black hat, black sunglasses, and I see a black, back, back, bullshit, Graham, menace me! Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by your highness, edited by your highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes.